recording? What do you mean recording? I hate dicks on the internet. Not Whoa. literally <laughs> fallacy. <laughs> I don't I'm glad you brought that up, because fuck, I just de defriended a fucking dick on the internet. This is a problem. rando. Yep. And so just the whole it's not so much keyboard warrior. It's just the anonymity allows you to be, really allows you to lack any empathy. Now, granted, a lot of people don't have empathy pouring out of their ears, but the internet facilitates a mm -hmm. lack of empathy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was just watching this video, and it was seven and a half minutes long, mm -hmm. and it was a video of a man who was, like, filming like a YouTube video or something, or attempting to film a YouTube video. And he is a young, very fit man who is a homosexual, and he's in the bathtub. He's wearing swim trunks and stuff, but whatever. But the reason why I watched this video yep. is because he's having a heart attack, and it shows it progress. Holy shit. Yeah. And it, it yeah. And he posted it after he obviously okay, but you can see it progress over the seven minutes yep. to the point where he is drenched in sweat, laying on his bathroom door, like like bad. This is bad. Like yep. he's in a bad way. Right. So anyway, to the internet, Dick, because it was a progressive heart attack, it wasn't a um, uh, what are they called? Anyway, it wasn't. A catastrophic instant heart attack dead kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It some guy posted in the comments and like scroll you know fast forward to two minutes. So skip the first two minutes of this guy's video mm -hmm. just so you can get to the good stuff. And it was just like you are gross. Not only are you making this a like a snuff film sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, this man posted this whole thing. Like, watch it. Yeah. There's but, a point behind it. But also, he's having a heart attack before the video starts. Like, you can see it. Like, there's something wrong. Like, you, I think... Like, if it wouldn't have said having a heart attack, I wouldn't have guessed it immediately. I would have guessed he was high or... Like drunk or something. What's the, the name effect? of this video in case I want to watch it? Well, I'll send it to you. Oh, yeah. It'd be fascinating. Hot gay Hispanic has heart attack in tub is what you got to search for, Carl. <laughs> 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 it, it was, it, anyway, the video was super interesting. Yeah. But it's just, that person just made me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Watch it. Or don't. Mm -hmm. but don't tell people to fast forward to get to the juicy bits. I've had my own um, experiences with a person who... I mean, the reason he was even my friend in the first place on Facebook is because we used to work together in the military. Mm -hmm. And I've managed to keep in touch with a select few people. Okay. So this guy has been my friend, and uh, he's, he's um, I guess you could uh, label him as a typical Facebook lurker. 
he doesn't say fucking boo to you under normal circumstances until he sees something that interests that interests him in making a comment yeah, about it. Yeah, Facebook trapdoor spider. Is that what they're called? No, I just sounds good to me though. Yeah. Um, and that's the only time you ever get any engagement from that kind of a person, mm-hmm. um, because they feel the need to make a, you know, branded comment that only they could come up with <laughs> on what they've just seen on on Facebook. Sure. It doesn't happen often, uh, but when it does, it's usually fucking annoying. Okay. And uh, the second to last experience of that was when I, when I post on my blog, I repost it onto Facebook. And one time... I blogged, because that's the mood I was in, that I think it's time for fellow human beings who think this way to finally stand up and put a stop to unnecessary and disrespectful name-calling, just for the sake of name-calling. You know, basically backed that up with, I don't give a shit if you disagree with a person or you don't like a person, or you, you, know, you don't follow their ideology or philosophy or politics or whatever the case may be. You're allowed to have your own opinion. But don't go around calling people, you know, a fucking a waste of sperm or a fucking, you know, a, a cunt or a fuckhead or whatever. And yeah, I know, I know what you're going to say next, but you get a freebie because we're making art here. All right. So that's all we have to say about that. Right. We're making okay? art. We're here. making art. All right. Um, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I, I was basically, I get it. you know, trying to rally uh, my friends on Facebook and wanted to make the point that I think it's time we fucking call people out when they are unnecessarily doing that kind of shit. Okay. Unnecessarily. Right. Like a bunch of idiots. Right. <laughs> This guy chimes in and says, so I'm not allowed to call him Mr. Sparkly Socks? And I know who he's talking about because this guy is as anti-Trudeau as you can get. And I know who he was referring to. And I said, yeah, even referring to him as Mr. Sparkly Socks. And he goes, well, what's wrong with that? And I said, well, are are you calling him Mr. Sparkly Socks as a term of endearment? No, no, you're not. You're pretending to be nice, but your purpose is to be disrespectful. And he didn't like that comment very much and said, well, you know, the typical response when you challenge people on the shitty things that they are trying to justify. Well, we've always had nicknames for people, you know, like... What, are we going to stop referring to Guy Lafleur as the flower? First of all, that's what his fucking name translates to, number one. Number two, no one was ever calling him the flower out of disrespect. They were calling him the flower as a, as a nickname of endearment. You know, I was just losing patience with the guy. Um, and thankfully he wasn't really like being like that that often, 
But then what happened more recently is Paul Rubens died. And I happened to be a fan of Paul Rubens. Did you know I didn't know that? Jesus Christ, I didn't know that. Interesting. That's really shitty. I didn't know he died. Yeah, he passed away uh, within the last week or so. So, because I wow. had... Uh, because I was a big fan of the guy, and because Pee-wee, his character Pee-wee, really kind of blew my mind, mm -hmm. and in my own experience, made it seem that he was giving us permission to be weird, mm -hmm. he made weird cool. Yep. And yeah, he got busted in a porno theater with all the rest of the people that were in the porno theater, the only reason we know about it is because he is who he is. I wrote, a, I wrote a really nice thing about him and how I felt about him and how he changed my life and uh, that I was sad to see him go. And even more importantly, that not only was he a very, uh, created very interesting characters, but he, the people who knew him said he was one of the nicest mm -hmm. guys you could ever meet. He would, he would, out of the blue, if he knew you, and he knew you needed a lift, like it was a, your birthday or something, or he had heard that you, know, you were down in the dumps or whatever, he would just call you out of the blue and, and make you feel important, make you feel special, make you feel loved. And we need more people like that on this planet. And the fact that he did that without any hope or expectation of, um, what's the word reciprocated. I'm for? reciprocated in any way, earned even more respect for the man from me than, than what little I knew about him. And so, yeah, I, I posted uh, my sort of memorial to him. Uh, and uh, this fucking guy jumps in and says, what a fucking pervert. The guy was a pedophile, good riddance. And I wanted to respond and correct him right away, because first of all, he was not a pedophile. He just was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And amazingly, even though that situation made it so that he could no longer make his show for kids anymore, he still continued to uh, do his thing. He just had to kind of lay low for a while, and then he slowly worked his way back into the, into the, into the spotlight. He's and, like the original canceled. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. But like that never, even uh, hearing what had happened uh, uh, with him didn't, didn't change my mind about him at all. And I found that what this guy said in response to my post to be insulting, not just disrespectful, it was insulting because it was wrong. So I, I wanted to respond and I wanted to correct him, mm -hmm. uh, but instead I just thought, nope, I'm going to let his comment just sit there for everybody to see. And then I just waited three days and I unfriended his ass. And I know sooner or later he's going to realize that he's been unfriended and he's probably going to confront me on it. And I'm just going to tell him, listen, man, 
If, for example, you engaged me on a regular basis, I would likely gladly keep you as a friend. But the only time I ever hear a peep from you, it's to denigrate somebody. When I'm trying to be nice, thoughtful, positive, optimistic, you've taken all the joy out of it. So fuck you. Fuck That's... him. And it's like, sure, you're like, you know, fine. You don't like the guy. Great. You don't have to like him. I could care less. Yeah, you don't even, yeah, you don't have to Just say it. Just don't say it. Yeah. Just don't be a shithead about it. Yeah. Even, it's not even about being a shithead or not, like ultimately. Like, this is when you're going to say that you dislike the person? Your timing is just so obtuse and selfish yeah. and yeah. just gross. Like, like you I mean, have can nothing you not in your... understand the spirit in which in your this life. thing was posted? It wasn't, oh, I love this guy, but I bet you there's a few of you out there that hate his fucking guts. Right, so... Chime on in. Right. Right? That's fun. That's exciting internet drama. It is. And a man who's 60 years old probably doesn't have a lot of it. <laughs> so that's really exciting. no that's true i don't have a lot of it this is episode 35 by the way okay those of you out there that are counting beep boop all right haven't come up with a title uh, for this but as i was walking around the neighborhood tonight this thought just popped into my head as gross as it might be for you i don't know you might even think it's funny uh because we're doing this every month now instead of every two weeks uh-huh. All I all I all that popped into my head was it's that time of the month again. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Welcome to the Menzies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. People right now are going, I thought he said he didn't like it when I'm in book three of uh, Alistair Reynolds series there. I'm about thirty some odd percent the way through it. It's good. You? I'm just trying to remember what I said last time. Yeah, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, so I couldn't tell you what you it said. It slowed. Uh, like I read, uh, I read Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Did I say that? Not I sure. I read Pet Cemetery. It was creepy. Yeah. It was really quite creepy. Yeah. It was good. That was the first scary movie I ever saw. I saw it too young, mm. and it fucked me up. Fucked me right up, and um, and I never read the book simply because it just rattled my soul. So I finally did read it, and it was it was intense, but it was intense for a totally different reason than the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just a creepy ass book. Mm-hmm. So after I read that, I feel like there was another one, but I, I don't remember. But right now I'm reading very slowly. Grapes of Wrath. I've never read Grapes of Wrath. I know it's a classic book, but I have no idea what it's about. Dust Bowl. Okay. The Dust Bowl. Okay. In the 30s. Oh, during the Depression. Mm-hmm. Okay. Must be miserable as all. So far. Not. So far, it's yep. not great. Yep. Wonderful. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's, it's slow going. Um, it's one of... it's. This happened the same time last year, is that reading took a bit of a nosedive, and I did mm-hmm. something, summer, or yeah, yeah. whatever. Yep. I've been playing video games again, mm-hmm. so just, so I read for a bit before I go to sleep, and then 
opposed to reading all night. Yeah. So, yeah, not a lot to report. I took Olivia before I brought her home, mm -hmm. back to her dad in Kelowna. Took her to Loose Moose. Oh, yeah. Again. That was a good night out. That's fun. Yeah. They're back to putting on one show a week on Saturday nights. There was a scene uh, during the evening that kind of stood out for me because of uh, how clever and on the ball the players on the stage were. Um, they were they were doing a format called guerrilla theater, and um, what that entails is there will be marquee performers from the troupe, from the company, that will perform in that format for the for that last half of the evening after the intermission. And the goal is that each of them, in this case, there were four of them. Each of them will take turns directing scenes with the other three players or up to all of the other three players. They don't have to use all three of them if whatever they're thinking about uh, doesn't require three actors or three, three uh, performers. And uh, Dennis Cahill, who's the artistic director of the company, he has this thing about him. I, I don't know if he does this for, for drama or whether he really is truly embarrassed when scenes take a sexual or inappropriate turn. But he asked two, two male performers to come on stage and said, okay, I want a bed. And then whoever was working the scenery behind the curtain brought a bed out and he goes, okay, I want you, I want you both in the bed, uh, and it's two guys, and uh, they get into bed, and they pull the covers over, and uh, they start getting all snuggly with each other, and then, of course, one of them decides to start to grope the other one, and he goes, no, 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 he goes, no groping required, he says, I just want you guys sleeping together in the bed, and then I want you to both wake up at the same time, not realizing where you are or who you're with until you wake up. So, you know, he gives them the signal to go and they're, they're both pretending they're asleep and then they both wake up simultaneously, bolt upright, look at each other, and one of them goes, Dad? <laughs> and Dennis is like, no, 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 this is not what I'm looking for. He goes, he is not your father, okay? He's not your father. Now, Start the scene again. So they, they lie back down. They're, they're pretending they're sleeping. And then they both wake up and they sit up and they bolt right. And the other guy looks at him and goes, Grandpa? <laughs> and he's like, no, no. He goes, oh. He goes, guys, okay, look. He says, you're not related to each other, okay? Now, start again. So they, they lie back down. They're, they're, they're pretending they're sleeping. And they both wake up and they sit up, bolt upright, and the guy goes, you're not my father. <laughs> it's just mm -hmm. like... So he's losing his mind, and the audience are just right. beside themselves, right? Because first of all, this is clever as all hell. Because he said, you're not related to each other. So they just, all right, fine. You're not my father. Uh... 
And yeah, and so the lights came down and um, they loved the scene, but they didn't like his direction of the scene. So of course they, they, they uh, did not credit him for <laughs> having done a very good job of directing it. Right. And everybody uh, got to choose that outcome. And of course it was, it was perfect because the performance was actually quite great, but the direction was the shits. Right, of course. He should have just let it go. Right. But, yeah. That's funny. And, I mean, his reactions were part of the performance, which is even better. Of course. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's always... Um, that's what I like about attending improv. They're not all like that. There's a lot of misses. Of course. There's a lot of strikeouts. But when when something connects, oh yeah, when it hits, it's, it it's freaking magical. Mm -hmm. Because you just you try to analyze what you just witnessed, and you go, "How the hell did they do that?" And of course, you know the, the more you, the more you know about improv, you know exactly how they did it. Yeah, it's they were just in the swings, moment and swings, reacting swings, perfectly swings. to what what just happened. Yeah, that's why lightning in a bottle is a saying, right? Like, yeah, it's just you caught it. That's right. You just caught it. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, well, just lost it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It either works or it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it fizzles. Neat. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Good. I keep trying to reintroduce her to improv because I really do want her to um, consider doing performing of some kind, just so that she uh, can experience as many different forms of art as she possibly can. <laughs> I started a small you, fire in my basement. Oh! Fun? Yeah. And put it out, I hope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I mean, when I say small, it's very small. I had a file server, um, and it died. Okay. And a friend of mine had... Uh, old computer sitting around his house. He's like, you can have it if you want it. Cool, thanks. So he gave it to me. And it was a humbling process, mostly because the computer that he gave me was better than my computer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Not by leaps and bounds. Right, but, but by still like, better. Right. Yeah. I have a 980 video card in my machine. Okay. And in that one was a 1070. Right. And I was like, it's not a big jump, but it's a jump. Yeah. So I pulled it out and put it in my computer and plugged it all in and played with it for a few days. And all of a sudden, my wife screams up, upstairs, something smells and making a noise. And I was like, oh, oh, I ran downstairs and my computer was off. So I pulled it out, lifted it up and looked and... Like, I knew immediately was it was. There's only one thing has changed in 11 fucking years. So anyway, I took it out, and it boots still. And I'm like, thank Christ. It still goes, because... Anyway. So then I put it back in. Because I'm like, it... The, the surge didn't leave the card. Right? Like, it didn't go in the motherboard. It didn't take anything right, with it. It right, all works. Right. So if there's a fault, it's solely in the card. So I put the card back in just to be like, well, maybe the fans aren't spinning or mm -hmm, something like mm -hmm. that. So I plug it all in, turn it on, and a big arc and fire fucking comes right out of it. And I was like, 
The gra- the graphics card. Yeah, right out oh, of the 1070. Jesus. I was like, well, let's turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the sad, real sad part is that the performance difference was very noticeable between the two video cards. Mm-hmm. So then I had to... Revert back. back one in yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had a small fire and back to my 11-year-old video card. It turns out that I may be going through with my purchase after all only because I, I have an actual confirmed buyer for my old system. Ooh. But you're giving it to your wife. No, I am not giving it to my wife. It's too damn big, and there's nothing wrong with her system at all. They're going to use it as their second computer for one of their kids, but, I mean, it's perfectly functional. It's probably got quite a few years left in it, considering it's all brand parts that haven't really been punished. So basically what I get from this conversation is that I was right. Yes, as it turns out. Weird. I haven't done the dirty deed yet, but yeah, but it's imminent. It's in motion. <laughs> he's not expecting to get that system till Christmas, so I've got till the you know holiday sales start in November to get my act together. And the thing that's really shitty about doing this is that no one that knows anything, especially about graphics cards specifically is in any way impressed with this year's crop of shit that is out. No. People are saying the 4090, no one can afford it, even though it's a fantastic card. The 4080 doesn't even exist anymore. It got relabeled to 4070 Ti. The 4070 is fine, but that's all it is, is fine. And the 4060 is a great value, but then you're way below the performance you could be getting if you just got yourself a 4070. So just get it over with already and get either the 4070 or the 4070 Ti, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what I'm going for. But it's just a shame that you have to spend inordinate amounts of money to get it. But But then, theoretically, you're you're buying a system that will have the longevity that you need to you know, not have to buy another computer again in another four years or five years. Because I did get a lot of years out of that thing, and it's going to produce even more years for somebody else. So all in all, it was money well spent. I want a new computer. Yeah. I wanted to, I want, wanted mm-hmm. to play Diablo 4. Mm. I have been a Diablo fanatic since it came out. Mm-hmm. I bought them... Diablo 1 and Diablo 2 on release day. Played Diablo 3 like a mad fool. Mm-hmm. Um, Diablo, is that... Uh, Blizzard. Akin to... Uh, they're dungeon crawlers. Oh, a- okay. AARPGs. How do you Got not it. know Diablo? Really? Eh. Crazy. Not my thing. It's just been around since yeah. forever. Anyway. I mean, I know the name. I've just never seen any gameplay or anything. The uh, fourth one just came out, and I was mopey, because my machine probably couldn't run it. And right. if it could, it would just be... It would be a hog. Yeah, it yeah. just wouldn't be a good experience. 
So I was like, eh, whatever. And then I remembered that they redid Diablo 2. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Maybe, Maybe I'll give that a go. Give it a shot again. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best ARPG ever made. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody says. Like, it's the best. It's such a great game. Nice. Yeah, it's like crack. Just more, 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 more. Can't stop, can't stop. One more run, one more run. <laughs> <laughs> this blew my mind when I read about it this week. Well, blow my mind then. Um, I'm always interested in what application people are going to come up with for AI in its current state. Sure. And its near future state. Yeah. And what they're working on now is ChatGPT has started a program called Project December, making it possible to digitally resurrect the dead in the form of chatbots trained on the data of the deceased. Oh. So if you want to keep talking to mom after she passes, if they have enough data on her, not a problem. It'll be just apparently just like talking to mom via chat. Okay. And they're gonna they're they're gonna sell this, I think. Someone is gonna sell this. Yep. As a product. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. To the very sad. Yes. Unfortunately. That's fucked. That is being worked on as we speak. That, to me, goes to show that there's no real good applications for fucking AI yet. Like at all. Oh, but there is. Another thing they're finding that they can do now with AI, which really piqued my interest because we've been fucking doing this the old-fashioned way since the 1960s, they are now able... To train AI on what every key on your keyboard sounds like while you're typing. The Mm -hmm. point being, once it understands what every key press sounds like, all they got to do is get an app on your phone and listen for your password. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I find that so interesting is because one of the first things they had to teach us as technologists working on telecommunications equipment in the military was that telecommunications equipment emit electromagnetic frequencies Mm -hmm. that were not designed to be emitted because you know under normal circumstances do you think okay so what right Right? so it is radiating signal from its circuits and and the monitor and whatever because you know back in the day they were too Electron tube monitors, not LCD screens. Super noisy. So these things were super noisy in the electromagnetic spectrum. And the enemy knew how to pick up those signals and figure out what the hell you were displaying on your screen. Or, if they were listening, typing on your keyboard, they didn't even have to be in the room. Which is why communication centers tend to be in windowless rooms that are, in essence shielded enclosures there are f cages most of the time but it's not just good enough anymore to have the room as an rf cage basically the equipment has to be an rf cage as well certain pieces of equipment have to be in essence an rf cage and we had to learn how that how that worked so that when we were taking the thing apart and putting it back together again we weren't 
sabotaging compromising the protections built into the equipment when inside of this equipment i'm going mm. slightly off yep did you guys use copper for the faraday cage or was it just iron no comment oh really no comment i often wondered what the metal would be it's cool. the it's the shapes and the forms that it takes that are interesting yeah, I found, I found that super fucking interesting. Because, of course, anybody who wants to spy on what people are typing on their fucking computers, all they got to do is fish them into downloading a fucking app. Yeah, but I don't understand where AI has anything to do with it. Because it's AI just, a... just can learn the sounds and uh, oh, analyze I them see in real mean. time. Right, right. Otherwise, you would, have to, you would have to record it. Yeah, right. Of course. And that then fucking spend weeks or months trying to figure it out. Now you don't have to. Because we've got programs and processors powerful enough to do the analysis in real time. Yeah, and just wait for the enough data to yeah. confirm it. That's right. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, what are they, you know, it's the old saying, what will they think of next? Yeah, right. Right? Hmm. It's going to make fishing that much more dangerous because, you know, people who don't even have the imagination to try to, to create fishing that just captures your imagination so wholly and completely that you fucking just click that shit before you you're rational. Yeah, you just can't help yourself. AI will help criminals figure that shit out too sweet. Oh, yeah. Especially if they leverage your own personal... Right, psychological life. profile. Yeah, yeah psychological yeah. profile, your likes and dislikes. Yeah, done. The shit that you fucking, you know... Oh, how about some of this shit you crave? Click yeah. right here. Click these boobies. Boobies and Twinkies. The ultimate in spearfishing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, they do it now. Is, yeah, I know. <laughs> right? But they have to do their their legwork. Sure. Pretty soon the legwork will be done for them. Well, it kind of is now. So just We yeah. give it to them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Here's everything you need to know. Pretty much. What else do I... Uh... Speaking of people being assholes... I came across something that you might find interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, nine years ago, mm-hmm. so I know this is old news, but maybe you never heard about this. Mm-hmm. They held a contest called the, the Ten Non-Commandments Contest. Okay. Where they asked atheists, okay, you know, you know about the Ten Commandments, if you were going to write something similar... For all of humankind, without being preachy and religious about it, what would be in that list of ten things? And um, this is what they picked out of all the submissions. The ten non-commandments that were chosen in that contest. Be open-minded and be willing to alter your beliefs with new evidence. Strive to understand what is most likely to be true, not to believe what you wish to be true. Mm -hmm. The scientific method is the most reliable way of understanding the natural world. Mm -hmm. Every person has the right Mm -hmm. to control of their body. Mm -hmm. God is not necessary to be a good person 
or to live a full and meaningful life. Be mindful of the consequences of all your actions and recognize that you must take responsibility for them. Treat others as you would want them to treat you and can reasonably expect them to want to be treated. Think about their perspective. They're just stealing that from Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the responsibility to consider others, including future generations. There is no one right way to live and leave the world a better place than when you found it, than how you found it. I think that's pretty good. A lot of them sort of cross over onto each other, but... What was the... My favorite Fourth one commandment? Every person has the right to control of their body. What's the third commandment? Scientific method is the most reliable way of understanding the natural world. Yeah, I guess by a list written by atheists, the, like, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem with atheists, is that they exist. <laughs> like, it's not that I'm not one or right. am one. Right. I just, like... That's, they can be that's just as simply bad as obtuse. non-atheists. Yes, yes, exactly yes. the same thing. Kind of preachy in their own way. But there's a couple of good ones in there, yep. for sure. Yeah. I especially like the right to control of their, their body. Mm -hmm. Something I wish people would figure out sooner rather than later. There's nothing that irks me more than old white men telling women what they can, can and cannot do. Just old white men telling anybody... Anybody, anything. Anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so if you didn't know about Paul Rubin's passing, did you know about Robbie Robertson? No. No? From the band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's another one that passed this week. Hmm. What else did I come across that was kind of interesting? They have a name for people like that on the internet. Right. Like, and it's very... <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, trolls is, it's not really, like it is, but it's more the person who's trying to say something and goes out of their way to be offensive with it. Right. Right? Like, trolls do that, sure. Like, he is a troll, but more specifically, he's an edgelord, for sure. A who? Edgelord. Edgelord. Yeah, just... Okay. He's just edgy. Like, I'm just, yeah. you know, he was... Perfect. Good riddance. You know. Like, that dude knows that that's going to be inflammatory. Right. And right. it gets right. his dick hard. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's cringy shit that teenage incels say. <laughs> right? Like, that's the kind of shit that people... Yeah. Yeah. That's what this guy is. <laughs> yeah. And the world is filled with him. And you know what? I've been that guy before. Like, we all play that part. This guy seems to, that seems to be more of his M.O. Mm -hmm. But when I was a teenager, that was my M.O. too. Fucking shock well, value. Well, yeah, and I mean, saying you know, crazy I'm not wild saying, shit. But he's and, and, a 60-some-odd-year-old man. Well, that's just it. Like, uh, grow up. Like, there was a time that I might have acted like that. <sighs> the thing that has always fascinated me about the internet and social media, period, is how easy it is to be a douche behind the shield that is the computer screen. Yep. Before we were on the internet interacting with each other and hiding behind that shield, 
we were only saying stuff like that to other people's faces. And we got immediate feedback as to whether what we just said was appropriate to the group, the circumstance, the topic, you name it. And it was that instant feedback that kind of helped sort of keep us in line. It tempers your tolerances of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. It's one of the reasons why the military had such a hard time when the government of Canada, which the military belongs to, suddenly said, okay, there's a bunch of things you've probably been doing up until now that you've considered acceptable, and now they're not. So smarten up, because it's the law. We're not just telling you you shouldn't be doing this shit. We're now saying there are laws protecting against you harassing them or well, we'll just stay with harassing because of all the different types of harassment that exist. But getting back to my point, when you said your piece before the internet, you were always being held to a certain societal standard, whatever part of society you found yourself in. Mm -hmm. And I quickly came to the unexpected realization that some of the shit that I had been doing was totally not cool. Worked in the military, didn't work outside of the military. And I had to adjust, you know, how I to the new comported myself. Yeah, to the new society mm -hmm. that I found myself in. And um, uh, making the odd slip, but thankfully working and living amongst people who would be like, hey, man, that's not cool. That's not how it works anymore or here or whatever the case may be. Yeah, that's the thing that... The one thing that I regret about the Internet is that it gives a lot of people um, the freedom and the fake courage to just be absolute fucking shitheads. And, you know, you would hope that as they mature and get older, they'd lose a lot of that because it's because of how um, immature it is. I think you're working on a false premise. Okay. And it's that if somebody is a contrarian and a dick on the Internet, then they, they could are... somehow grow out of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> And they have this false sense of confidence or lack of consequence, yes. right? Is that, that that's who they are and that's how they act. Sometimes people have a bad day. Yes. Right? right? And sometimes we they can't say... We can perfect human beings right. every day. But sometimes you say shit or want to say shit mm -hmm. or whatever and then it goes away. So I don't think it's Or you necessary. feel bad about it afterwards. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But... To to think that because someone says something that he is a pervert, good riddance, just to repeat that guy's statement, but yeah. let's say we saw it on... And, and a pedophile. And a pedophile. Which is totally untrue. Agreed. But just because somebody said that, I shouldn't have used that example because it's tied to that guy, but let's say that guy didn't say it. It's just random guy on Twitter said it. Right. Maybe he's just having a bad day. Maybe he... Maybe someone in his family 
just got something or someone to attack and decided to attack right. that person. But he's not like that any other time. Right. And I think that is more common than people are just constant. So? I absolutely do. Yeah. I absolutely do. And I you see think it most even of in the my history is is circumstantial. I think most of it is. I think most of it is. Hmm. There are certainly people that feed off of being that contrarian. Yes. And that fuels their... And uh, they're doing it all the time. Right. Yeah. But... It's a habit. Or it's a fixation. Right. Or it's fulfilling something else they're missing. It's right. something deep, right. right? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> but I think most of the time when people say shit, it's because they're knee-jerking. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's bad at that. Just like, fuck that shit. Right? <laughs> you don't really yeah, mean yeah, that necessarily. Yeah. You do yeah. it fucking yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, okay. Yeah. But that's an ego thing too. Sure. It's, it's just another facet of the ego. The ego doesn't think about what it does. It just does. It does. Right, right, right. So that's, that's why I think it's... Because it's a common thought. Mm-hmm. And I dislike keyboard warriors too. Mm-hmm. But having... You give them the benefit of the doubt. Because I've been what, one. Right. Right. Like, right. I've been one. I've said some heinous shit to somebody that I didn't agree with, or I called them names. Right. But on another day, I wouldn't have. Right. I would have empathized with them. And did you feel or bad best... about it after the, after the fact? Or even, like, the next day? Bad? No. No. Not necessarily bad. I would have chosen differently, but bad, but it just, it's now it's in the ether. Right. Right? And that's the problem is just everything is in the ether and it's gone and mm-hmm. the, the lack of consequence is important. We don't have it. Um, it, it and because as, with your example is that before the internet, your consequence was a box in the nose. Yes. Right? Exactly. Or ostracization. Or ostracization. Right? Yes. Shaming. Right? And now it's upvotes or downvotes. Right. But to a society, because the internet is one. You may not like it at times, but it is a giant global society mm-hmm. that does have its own rules. Mm-hmm. There are rules on the internet. Cultural rules. Like not... You know, there's not and, like... and because of how some social, online social systems govern themselves, it helps to perpetuate that kind of behavior. I mean, a case in point is, um, I happen to go on CBC News. Uh, to It's not the only place I go to get my news, but it's the primary place that I go to get my news. Um, when I'm reading an article on CBC News and then I look at the comments, I notice that the douchebaggery is getting upvoted by other douchebags or people who feel the same way, and but there's no downvote possible. Right. And therein lies the problem. Exactly. You see three upvotes to somebody who said something absolutely awful, and you think, well, geez, does that mean that the world is full of <laughs> awful people? No, it's that the people that disagree with that comment don't have the ability to downvote it. All they can do is comment on the comment right. 
and nine times out of ten they won't bother because they know the minute that they do, it's just a, they're going to be just attacked. A flame war, yeah. Exactly, it becomes yeah. a flame war. That's the nice thing about Reddit. The Reddit is the wretched bottom of the barrel yes. of yes. internet. Yeah, anything goes. But it has a policing system right. in itself, which is the upvote and downvote. Yeah, and the interesting part I always find with it is that it's very common for people to be make flippant comments how they're just upvotes and they don't matter. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why do you care for about upvotes or whatever? But it's a cultural currency mm-hmm. that literally does nothing other than is your badge of consequence. Many thousands, potentially, mm-hmm. of people like what you say, which means you are a leader or a... Trendsetter. Or even just someone who participates right. in the positive flow right. of the culture. Right. So the ability to up or down vote a comment, post, whatever, it polices itself. But at, the problem is then with websites that get that large, it's about money so the consequences don't exist like they used to. Mm-hmm. Because there used to be thresholds. And if you were below a threshold, get the fuck out of here. Right? Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore because no. you still generate revenue. even That's if you're, right. right. That's right. But engagement is what matters. But there's whether an, it's good or bad. Right. Yeah. But the interesting part of it is, is that there aren't, like there are rules to participate on this website. Mm-hmm. But on other websites that have up votes, aren't there may not be like uh, some like rules, and it just polices itself. And if you observe it, it is generally very positive and empathetic. Like the society still moves in the positive direction. It's generally mostly no, not even generally. It's mostly positive and moving in the right way and is kind yes. and nice and caring. But there will always be the contrarians. Yeah. Even back before the internet, those people still existed. Yeah. Everybody knew that guy who was a dick. With Reddit, it seems to me that because of how big Reddit is and how people find themselves in Reddit looking for answers to things... So participating th- in a societal net positive activity as opposed to just, you know, tr- loitering in stories they don't even really care about that much and just kind of, thro- you know, throwing grenades in the conversation just to, to get noticed or to yeah, piss somebody off. You're wrong. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Reddit is crack. There's just as much it's, of it going on in Reddit? It's crack. Okay. So, most of the people that use Reddit, yeah. use Reddit. Oh, yeah. That they live, live in it. it. They don't Google questions and go to Reddit for an answer. They they also the do they, but don't. Right. I okay. don't think. I okay. think they have the app on their phone. Got it. And They're they, in it all the they time. read Reddit. They are in it. And how do they how do they decide what they're going to look at it from time to time? Well, algorithm will okay. feed you shit. 
Oh, okay. Right? There's all... I, I don't know. I'm like not you, a constant Reddit user. Right. I only ever find myself in Reddit when, you when, have a, a, when a search has right. steered me there. Yeah, it's just there is the front page, which mm-hmm. is just... Yeah. Right? And then you see a subreddit that you may enjoy. Right. So then you join that subreddit. Okay. So now your feed shows that subreddit. Right. And you join a whole bunch and now your feed is just, yeah. And then it's just, that's what you do. Right. That's why Reddit's dangerous. Yeah. That's why people hate it and love it. Right. At the same time. It is literally like crack. Drugs. Yeah. It is. It's constant dopamine fill. It's something and you Facebook are, will never even come close to. They, no, they can't. Yeah. No, they can't. And uh, you are constantly reading things you don't give a shit about. Right. Constantly. Right. And commenting on shit that just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, what? what <laughs> I don't know how often I've written a comment and halfway through a sentence I just stop. Right. And I close the window. Or the comment window. I've like, done that too. Nobody, yeah. nobody cares what exactly. I have to fucking yeah. say. Yeah. I'm not adding anything of any value. I just want to smell my own farts. Right. Like, stop it. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. stories that you don't care about. Yeah. About something that happened in Atlanta. Or, right? right. Just as a random yeah. example. Yeah. What the fuck am I? Who cares? Like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah, I gotta yeah. go for a walk or something. Christ, get it <laughs> yeah, together. Exactly, exactly. Go see what your kids do. And that's doing. what I've started doing. That's actually, it's funny you should say that because that's what I've started doing. As soon as I find myself getting emotionally vested in something <laughs> that I really shouldn't care about online, I will, uh, I will literally stop, close it, and go, okay, it's time to engage the mind in the real world again for a while. Right. Just get your shoes on, get the fuck out there, and reacquaint yourself with what actually matters. Right. Yes. Yeah. The eight blocks that are around you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, those trees are on fire. Oh, fuck. There's something I should... No, I better fucking tweet this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, it was... It's... I was in, I went to, uh, I brought Olivia back to her dad uh, this past long weekend. And uh, Dar- I decided to take an extra day off so that we could spend a couple of days there um, and not have to rush back. And um, it's so weird how everybody's just gotten used to the fucking smoke now. Like, no one even talks about it anymore. No. It's just there. And Kelowna... There was a whole shitload of it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't really bad, but it was. You could smell it. It affected your like you wouldn't want to be doing anything, overly uh, physical in it. Although a lot of people were. Yeah, it just blows my mind how now we've become acclimatized to having smoke in the air, all bloody summer long. You think places are going to get acclimatized to being flooded? Every year, like well, that's a different fuck, story because it's kind of hard to live in a house so that's filled much with water. Flooding, man! Oh, it's, it's unbelievable, fuck, man! Yeah, and <laughs> there's and there's there's going to be a lot more of it before the year is up too. There's a guy in the states who's kind of like a weather, like nerd, and he he actually uh, is a is a meteorologist by trade, but he. Um, 
he has a YouTube channel and he, he talks about uh, the weather patterns that are happening in the U.S. and how uh, different uh, conditions are, are coming together to f uh, form potentially uh, interesting or potentially bad situations in certain parts of the country. And it's just like, it's just non-stop. It's non-stop crisis in different parts of the country. Oh, hey, by the way, Kentucky, you know, whatever, you're probably going to have like some shitty ass storms this week that are going to probably, you know, ruin your life, ruin your life. Strap in. Yeah. And it's just like before and and I've even noticed in Canada, um, Ottawa's just been getting hammered. Tornadoes, microbursts, yeah. uh, torrential rainfalls. Mm -hmm. uh, Montreal even has been getting like just weird ass severe weather. We never got that shit when I was growing up. Yeah, I spent eighteen when... years living in that area. Never once did we see a tornado. You fucking heat up. Hudson Bay and the fucking lakes and like shit goes weird, man. man. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're doomed, man. It's and it's only gonna get worse. Like I just like whenever whenever Darlene starts talking about, so once you retire from you know having to work a regular job, would you like to move? Like maybe back home or whatever, and you know. I literally have to think about this in the context of if I decide to move back to eastern Ontario or western Quebec, am I going to regret it? Right. <laughs> you know, never mind the cost of living. What about the weather? Right. Like, is it going to be just week after week of, you know, potential severe weather all that summer compounded long? with. The population? Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck that like, noise. I don't, I don't know if I want to get into that shit. No, you're in a pretty good spot. This is probably one of the better spots to be in, in right. North America. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. That's kind of one of the reasons why I want to stay here. Because, yeah, we might have to deal with smoke every now and then, but... Even, you know. a, even a flood. Like, if the bow floods, like... Some people are going to be impacted, but... yeah. Not half the population in no, Calgary. Exactly. Exactly. And if you want to be, you know, immune from that possibility, yeah. just don't live in a house right at the elevation of the shore of the goddamn river. Like get up get up like you a few feet. No, I like when the big flood happened in twenty thirteen here mm -hmm. in Calgary, I was a little nervous. I bet. Because I'm only like a hundred meters from the river. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know it for all the right. overpasses and, uh, you know, blocks of houses between me and the river. You can't actually see it. So, you know, you kind of think that you're immune from it. And the fact of the matter is, is that I am protected from flooding because even though it doesn't seem like I'm much higher than the edge of the river, I am much higher than the edge of the river. There are, are areas too. of yeah, Montgomery right. that are way lower than me and that's so spread out that it's going to get flooding long before we will. In fact, I've looked at the maps. You know how they have it all plotted out? Who's at risk at a 50-year flood, a 100-year flood, 150-year flood, etc.? We're fine. What's your elevation to the river, do you know? 
Uh, I don't know. That it's would at have least, to be. Uh, I'm pretty sure if it's there was 30 a, to 50. Yeah, if there was a flood that big, you've got you're, you're, the whole city's yeah. got bigger fish we're, to we're, fry. We're toast. That's nuts. Yeah. The whole sewage system would just collapse. It'd be over. Yeah. We'd be in a lot of trouble yeah. with that much water. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't. Re and then, of course, when you actually saw the water, like half a boness. Oh, yeah. Along the river, underwater, uh, the the southern extremes of Montgomery, down by uh, Edwardy Park. Yeah. That was the the hardest part, the hardest hit part down Super south low. of you know Home yeah. Road and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then of course you know Parkdale and all the other communities along the river. But again, as soon as you got above a certain elevation, you were fine. And um, the fact that we are on riverbed old riverbed helps because the drainage, drainage is, is fucking amazing well, yeah because yeah. there used to be a river that's right, right. Yeah. the water has definitely got places to go you see it yep yeah you might be it flooded but it pool. won't be for months no no it's no, drain when it quick. rains it does not pool so yeah but yeah that uh that was that was quite the yeah man it's nice we had relatives visiting during that time my uh, sister-in-law really? and her husband came to visit uh, before the floods hit. He was here on business. They were staying at the Palliser Hotel downtown. And um, <laughs> uh, the, the floods started happening and the water was rising really quickly. And um, we got a phone call from him on a Friday morning, and he said, um, it sounds like they're closing the downtown off. They're cutting all access to and from downtown. What do we do? And I said, get out of downtown. And he goes, should we go home? Should we like book a flight and get out of here? I said, no, you don't have to leave. You just have to get out of the floodplain. So... He said, well, okay, so like what, maybe like go to the airport? I said, yeah, go out to the airport, find a hotel and, and just get out. Of, but go, like hang up the phone and get the hell out of downtown before they close all the bridges. And uh, he literally caught the last cab. Mm. Like he was in the middle of Ninth Avenue flagging a cab down and the, the cab that finally stopped for him was already off duty right. and was just trying to get the hell out of Dodge and he said can you just help me get out of downtown and take me out toward the airport and the guy was like okay so they piled into the cab and then they went out to the airport and of course once they were out of downtown they were fine yeah it was just raining exactly <laughs> so they got a hotel and then they came to visit us and they were like are you guys at risk and i go uh really not sure but ever, so far so good the flooding is coming nowhere near us so i'm assuming that that's a good sign it hadn't even started flooding the underpass where 16th avenue crosses over okay if we just seen water coming up there then i would have been like oh and uh they were kind of they were really sad too because they had wanted to see Banff while they were here, and you couldn't go. Because yeah. I don't know if you remember, but it was Canmore, underwater. <laughs> well, no, Canmore uh, got flooded. Uh, the, yeah. the the highway got taken it sure out. Sure did. And uh, sure did. They said, uh, mm -hmm. like, how close to, how close to Banff can we get? 
And I said, well, you will, I'll be able to get you out as far as Highway 40, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. I mean, you'll, the mountains will be all around us, but that's as far west as we can go. And he's like, well, what do you think? Is it worth it? And I go, yeah, I think you'll enjoy the view. Right. But, you know, if you're thinking that we're just going to go there and we're magically going to be able to go further, I want you to know right now that ain't happening. Right. Because you can't even head south on Highway 40 because there's people trapped in the backcountry and the military have been called in to try to get them out. So we drove out there. We drove out to uh, Highway 40 and I pulled off and I parked in that field that's right off Highway 40 at the just south of the intersection, right across the street from the, the hotel and the casino. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just kind of parked there and I took a beautiful panorama shot. It was like sunny with clouds, sunny with cloudier, 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 dark fucking... Doom. Yeah, doom, exactly. And uh, we were sitting there and they were taking pictures and they were taking it all in. And the next few things, this military convoy comes rumbling down the highway and decide to do a quick pit stop right where we were parked. And I stopped to talk to them for a few minutes. Hey, where are you guys going? Yeah, we're heading out into the backcountry to rescue all the civilians that didn't get out when they were told to get out. They had their big ass six wheel all terrain armored vehicles. Cool. They can pretty much go through anything, including <laughs> small rivers. <laughs> and they were headed out into the back country to go pull them out. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> bye.